From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, June 21st, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. A mother in Cleveland faces serious charges. ONN's Russ Mitchell explains. A Cleveland woman has been charged with murder after leaving her 16-month-old daughter alone for eight days. Police say 31-year-old Crystal Candelario admitted going on vacation to Puerto Rico and Detroit earlier this month. When she returned home last Friday, the child was unresponsive and later died. Candelario is being held in a $1 million bond. I'm Russ Mitchell. In north-central Ohio, police in Norwalk have confirmed that a 31-year-old woman died on Friday in a most tragic way. ONN's Andrew Kinsey reports. Police say a two-year-old boy accidentally shot and killed his pregnant mother. That mom, 33 weeks pregnant. Police say the gun was left out and the mom didn't know her son was in the room at the time. She was shot in the back and rushed to an area hospital when her emergency C-section was performed. But both the mom and her unborn child died. That boy now living with his father. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Police in the Cleveland suburb of Westlake say they've found the SUV involved in a road construction zone accident on I-90 yesterday that seriously injured an ODOT worker. ONN's Matt Rascone says it's a scenario that often happens this time of year. Matt Bruning with ODOT says drivers have already hit ODOT workers or equipment 35 times so far this year. That is 35 times too many. There's no reason for those kinds of crashes to occur. And it's not just road crews getting hurt. According to ODOT, there were more than 5,200 move-over crashes between 2015 and 2020. 40% involved highway workers, 42% law enforcement officers. I'm Matt Rasko. A nurse has pled guilty to abusing patients at a health care center in Union County. ONN's Yolanda Harris has the story. Police say 54-year-old Brian Frey inappropriately examined 17 male patients, including juveniles, but wasn't trained or qualified to do so. He also accessed patient records to later text those patients. Frey pled guilty to 17 counts of sexual imposition. He's been fired from the Scotts miracle Grow Wellness Center and has surrendered his nursing license. I'm Yolanda Harris. Police in the Columbus suburb of Hilliard arrested a man at a city pool for public indecency, and he's now banned from every pool in the area. ONN's Lacey Crisp explains this isn't the first time he's been arrested for a similar incident. Hilliard police say Naaman Joshua showed up to the city's pool and spent a long time in the shower naked, even though the shower didn't work. Now, police were called to the pool to investigate and say Joshua's story changed several times about what he was doing there. Hilliard police say they found out Joshua has been charged with public indecency in the past. A judge was so concerned about Joshua's behavior She has ordered him to stay away from all public pools in Franklin County. Lacey Crisp in Columbus. About 25 miles northwest of Columbus, the Plain City Police Department plans to hold a funeral for the infant found dead in a garbage truck last week. ONN's Tracy Townsend reports. Investigators say they are exhausting all leads. Police say the infant's umbilical cord was still attached when crews found that newborn girl. Investigators are waiting on that final autopsy report from the Montgomery County Coroner's Office for a cause of death. 
Plain City Police released a statement saying, in part, we are asking that the public's help us honor the life of Madison Baby Doe. She deserved far more than she received. Calling hours for her will be Saturday morning from 9 until 10. There will be a procession route with first responders. Funeral services will begin immediately after. I'm Tracy Townsend. Governor Mike DeWine toured the North Toledo neighborhood of Point Place yesterday, which was hit by a tornado with no warning last Thursday. ONN's John Monk has the story. Governor Mike DeWine spoke with the people who were outside working on their properties. Officials and neighbors all wanted to know if there was any financial assistance that can be approved from Columbus. And while Governor DeWine said they will work on that, he said his main focus will be to figure out why the emergency sirens here in Point Place did not go off as that tornado was hitting Thursday night. Now, I'm not saying anybody did anything wrong or did anything bad, but the Weather Service really owes us, I think, a really full explanation. I'm John Monk reporting from Toledo. Nobody was seriously injured in the tornado that hit Toledo. Buckeye football player Zach Herbstreet is in a Columbus hospital. ONN's Dave Holmes reports. Zach is the son of former Buckeye and college football broadcaster Kirk Herbstreet. Kirk said on social media that his son wasn't feeling right lately and had to go to the hospital after getting some test results. He said Zach has the best cardiologist looking after him and hopes to be out of the hospital soon. Zach Herbstreet is a third-year tight end and preferred walk-on for the Ohio State football team. I had a brief conversation with Zach via text message. He expressed his gratitude for all the support he's received from Buckeye Nation. We obviously, as well, wish him the best and a quick recovery. I'm Dave Holmes. A new curfew for juveniles in Canton's designated outdoor refreshment areas goes into effect tomorrow. ONN's Lydia Aspara in Cleveland has more. Canton's Police Chief Gabbard wants to remind Canton residents and visitors this summer there will be a curfew for juveniles in Canton's designated outdoor refreshment areas known as DORAs. For business owners here in Canton, the DORAs are a big deal, especially on First Fridays. That's when you get a lot of people coming in town, and that's when the kids used to want to hang out. But that will end for them this Thursday. Lydia Aspara. The Buckeye State has two of the top-ranked pediatric hospitals in the country. Cincinnati Children's Hospital is number one in the latest rankings by U.S. News and World Report. Nationwide Children's Hospital in Columbus comes in at number six. And the Ohio Film Commission is pushing for more state funding used to offer tax incentives for the movie industry to make their projects here in Ohio. ONN's Kaitor K in Cleveland has more. Right now, the state's film tax credit incentive cap is $40 million. That's the pool of money they can give to film productions that shoot here as a tax break. The newly proposed House Bill 33 wants to raise that to $75 million. But last week, in a revision, the Senate dropped that to $50 million. The Film Commission says there's been 145 movies shot in Ohio since 2009, which is almost $700 million dollars invested in the state's economy. Kaitwake in Northeast Ohio. Special thanks to our affiliates WKYC-TV in Cleveland, WBNS-TV in Columbus, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.